Hi friend, welcome back to the show. Today I'm wondering, is guilt making you feel unworthy? Are you standing outside the throne room of God feeling too guilty and ashamed to enter? Spiritual self-care involves spending time with the Lord. This can't be done through a closed door. God is waiting for you on the other side of that door ready to bless you. Today, I'm going to give you some practical ways to handle your feelings of guilt and unworthiness so you can walk through that door into the throne room and spend time with the Lord. Has work, play, and living life left you burning the candle at both ends? Not feeling hopeful about your home or business, but feeling overwhelmed instead? Welcome to Faith Food Fellowship. I'm Teresa. And if you're ready for a heroic shift in fostering self-care, this podcast is for you. It's time to start feeling reignited instead of resentful. Take off your superwoman cape, pour a cup of your favorite beverage, and sink into a comfortable chair. We're about to pick up the shield of faith and live life from a place of rest, just as Father God designed. If you got a traffic ticket, would you stop driving? If you were speeding or ran a red light and didn't get caught, would you feel so guilty about it that you would stop driving? I doubt those thoughts would ever cross your mind. You have places to go and you need to live your life. Besides, traffic violations are things that almost everyone does at some point. Guess what, friend? Everyone sins. The Bible tells us this in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 23. So stop letting any infraction interfere with your relationship with Father God. If you're feeling guilty because you only go to Father God when you need something, if you're a crisis mode Christian and it seems that you're only talking to Father God when you have a problem or someone in your family has a problem, you need healing or they need healing, then you should start to focus on adoration. There's a song called, Because of Who You Are, I Give You Glory. The song talks about glorifying God just for being God. God, the living God, God, our Father, God, the Lord who provides for us, God, the Lord who is our peace, God, the Most High God, God, who is a jealous God, and God, the God who sees us. When you focus on adoration, you're letting God know that you love Him because He is God. And at that point, you're not asking Him for anything You're just giving him glory and adoration. By beginning your prayer with adoration, you'll feel a bit more comfortable about talking to Father God about the current crisis. But the next step you need to do is to invite Father God into your everyday. Ask Father God to help you with the minor things, the things that you think you can handle on your own. Things like cleaning your house or cooking for your family. As well as you think you're handling these everyday things, you would do it so much better with Him by your side. Once you allow God into every aspect of your life, you won't be a crisis Christian anymore. Maybe you're feeling guilty because you've committed a sin. Maybe you've committed the same sin over and over and over again, and so you feel unworthy to go to Father God. Friend, God knows about the sin. So you can go to him and confess that sin and receive forgiveness. Father God knows you're not perfect, 
That's why he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for you so that you can confess your sin and then get on with living your life, the life that Christ died for you to have. The next step is to once again invite Father God into your everyday life. Let him know that you want to do better with regards to sin. Ask for the prompting of the Holy Spirit so when you sin, you can confess it immediately. Ask him for the prompting of the Holy Spirit to help you avoid any temptations. God is faithful and it's with his help that we're changed from glory to glory. Maybe you're feeling guilty because you've just been missing in action. Haven't been reading your Bible, haven't been going to church, and haven't been spending time in prayer. Friend, you remember the story about the prodigal son? You know the one. The guy who demanded his inheritance from his father, then went out and squandered it all. And then when he got to the point of fighting with pigs over food, he thought, hmm, maybe I can go back to my dad and ask to be a servant in his house. So he decided to go back home. And when his father saw him coming, his father went out and ran and greeted him and threw him a big party and welcomed him back as his son. Father God is ready to welcome you back whenever you're ready to return to him. He's waiting for you with open arms so you can return and focus on thanksgiving for the loving father we have and for the forgiveness that he has for us. Once you've returned home to Father God and received his forgiveness, you want to make a practice of inviting Father God into your everyday life. Wake up every morning and thank God that you're his daughter and that he loves you and that you have the ability to foster a deep, meaningful relationship with him. Just in case you want to read the parable of the lost son, it's in the book of Luke, chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. You can address all of these situations of guilt with the Acts prayer model, A-C-T-S. A for adoration. You're letting God know that you love him for who he is. You're recognizing his divinity. C, confession. Confess your sins to him and receive forgiveness. T, thanksgiving. Give thanks and praise for all the gifts and the love that God has given you. And S, supplication. Ask God for what you need. He wants to bless you. He wants to take care of you because he loves you. Friend, prayer is essential to spiritual self-care. I hope this episode has encouraged you to stop letting Satan make you feel unworthy of approaching the throne of God. And I hope you use the tips provided in order to invite Father God into every aspect of your life. Before you go, I'd like to extend a special invitation to the Word of the Year workshop on January 10th. A Word of the Year is a word or phrase to simplify and bring clarity or focus to your goals. This workshop is for you if this is the first time you've heard of a Word of the Year. This workshop is also for you if you've been using a Word of the Year for decades. I know this because the Holy Spirit will be there to speak to you in the exact way that you need. Seven women, including myself, are coming together to meet you where you are, assist you in finding your word, and give you tangible ways to use your word for success in 2023. 
Be sure to look in the show notes for more details and get your ticket today.